Okay, let's get started with Parshas Vayechi, Tavshin Ayin Vav. As we finish off Sefer Bracious, we finish off the Sefer that talks about the birth of the family, which will eventually lead to the birth of the nation. Sefer Bracious, we end off with the Shifteka and coming together, being reunited at the end of the story of Yosef and his brothers. And we start by the Shem next week, Sefer HaGeula, Sefer Hasheni, the second Sefer which discusses the birth of Am Yisrael. So we start off with the beginning of the, of the Parsha. Beginning towards the beginning of the Parsha, we have Yaakov Avinu and giving his uh, last instructions to uh, Yosef, to his grandchildren he's learning with, we discussed in the past, uh, Yaakov Avinu was the first person ever to get sick in history. He davened to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he should be able to be sick before he dies in order to uh, have warnings that he could talk to his, to his uh, descendants and pass on the messages that he feel, feels would be important to, to give them before he dies. So if, you, if we remember the beginning of uh, Parak Memches, we have Yaakov Avinu uh, calls for Yosef. Yosef comes and he appears before Yaakov. Pasach Gimel. Yaakov Yosef. Yaakov tells Yosef, Hashem appeared to me before I came down here to Mitzrayim, and he gave me a bracha. He said, I will help you multiply, I will cause you to have great nations, and I will give you Eretz Yisrael. We discussed a few weeks ago, each of the Avos separately were promised Eretz Yisrael. The two sons that were born to you here before I came down to Mitzrayim, Lehem, I am officially giving them a promotion. They are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh, Kiruvein v'Shimon Yuli. Ephraim and Manasseh, I am giving them a promotion to become Shvatim. As we know, this is the Pasuk, that they are transferred up. Ephraim and Manasseh are Shvatim, as we know, the different areas of the Shvatim in Eretz Yisrael, Ephraim and Manasseh, not Yosef. Two different Shvatim, as they are called here. Asked the Meshachachma, asked Rev Salvechik, asked uh, a number of the Mepharshim, what's the first word in the Pasuk? Vi'ata, and now. Now, Shnevanecha, the two children that you have had, they will be... Uh, like Ruven and Shimon, and what exactly are we supposed to focus on from the word viata? Why Dafka Ruven and Shimon that we discussed in past? But let's see the words of the Meshachachman, which we saw a number of years ago, but then we're going to add on to it from uh, others. Says the Meshachachman, source number one, what's viata? He quotes a Medrash, a little light, but I'll read it. Pirish. Hashem promised Yaakov, and Yaakov gives over that promise. He says, Yosef, you're going to have two portions. Right? Hashem told me I'm going to get with Yisrael. Ephraim and Manasseh are going to get two portions. Ulam Ephraim and Manasseh, Ka'es, Hainu, Bizman, Hazeh, Yiu, Kiruvein, Veshimon. Now, eventually, when you go into Eretz Yisrael, they're going to get two portions. But when Mashiach comes, eventually the ultimate Geula, they're going to be united again. Atah means now, in Olam Hazeh, before the ultimate, they're going to be two Shvatim. But in the future, as he quotes from Mesechad Baal Basra, based on the Pasuk in Yechezkel, when Mashiach comes, Yosef is going to be back as one Shevet. Shar Yosef Echad. V'zeu Amar V'yatah, that's viata now too, but in the future one. That's the medrash says the meshachach one that's alluded to in the word viata in our in our pasuk. But says the berachas yischak says Rabbi Ganak in his sefer, what's the message that now they will be two shvatim and then in the future they'll be one again? Why? What's going to change? If Yosef is split into two shvatim, so let him be two shvatim forever. Why is it changing now? We know mitzvos never change, so the nachla is never going to change. The application of the nachla is going to change, as it says here. It says this, uh, the Eretz Yisrael is going to be expanded. So why are they going to come back to be together in the future? Says Rabbi Ganak on line 7. Hine. We have some uh, very creative and beautiful in Yanim tonight uh, that um, really give us an appreciation of this end, parsha at the end of Sefer Bracious. Hine line 7. 
Why in the future? Nir elevair. Yosef, in a certain sense, even though the Gemara says there are only three Avos, Av, Rabbi Yitzchak, and Yaakov, but in Av, in the larger definition of the word, can mean a prototype, a model. That's what an Av could be understood as. And if you think about it, Yosef's the only one that has the schus of being one that has the Av nature. If you think about the Ushpizin that we talk about on Sukkis, we have Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, Yosef, and David. Only one of the Shvatim gets to be in the Ushpizin. And that's Yosef. Why does Yosef get to be in the Ushpizin? Yehuda's pretty big too. Okay, there's David there. But why Yosef? Why is he? What's his uniqueness? Explains Rabbi Ganak. Maybe the Ushpizin, besides the Avos, Avram, Yaakov, but even the other ones, they represented something. They were an Av. They were a prototype in a certain area. In what area? Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, we know were prototypes. Avram was Chesed, Yitzchak was Gvura, Yaakov was Torah or Teferes. But Moshe was an Av in Nevua, in prophecy. That was his legacy. It's one of the Animamins. Nobody could be like Moshe. Aaron was an Av in Kahuna. You know, nobody's like Aaron. Aaron was the first Kohen Gadol. David was an Av Lamalchus. David HaMelech was the not the first Melech, but Malchus based David. Yosef was an Av Lishvatim. How was he an Av Lishvatim? He's the only one that split into two. The only one that had the two Shvatim come from him that showed he was an Av in a certain way. But what's the message? What was he an Av in? Which Midah? As we noted, each of the Ushpizan, as we just explained, was an Av in a certain element. Kahuna, Malchus, uh, Nevuah, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Suggest Rabbi Ganak on line 11. And this other Achronim say was the uniqueness of Yosef. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says it, but he puts it here. Umasha Yosef Nechshav La'av Hu Mishum Shechidesh Vehera Es Haderech Ech Efshar Lichyos Begalus. He was the first Jew who went and stayed in exile. Right? Earlier he went and went back with Lavan, but here he went and stayed in Mitzrayim. Much of Jewish history is about being a Jew in Gullus. Being a Jew when there aren't great surroundings around us. And that's what Yosef taught us. And that's what Yaakov gave to Yosef. Yosef lived so much of his life from 17 years old. Adasof. He lived, right, until right, the, the last 93 years of his life. He lived till 110. He lived in Mitzrayim. 93 years. Says Rav, uh, Rabbi Ganak. That's what he was an Av in. He taught us how to be a strong Jew even in surroundings that are not so safe and so um, comfortable to be a Jew. He was thrown away. And the first 22 years it was by himself with nobody. He was able to live Bikdusha, and that's his children. His children also born there, but they were Zohar, as we know in this week's parsha, to learn with their grandfather. So Salvation points out in one of his articles, the first time that we have recorded in Torah Shebechsav, a grandfather learning, having any connection to the grandchild is right here. We don't have any connection, Beferish, between Avram and Yaakov or Yitzchak and the Shvatim. We have Yaakov and Ephraim and Menashe. In this week's parsha, he gave him a bracha. So says the, says Rabbi Ganak in the Birchaz Yitzchak, Yosef was an Av in that area. And that's why he was Zochet to be promoted and his children became Shvatim because that's, he was an Av to the, in this message. But La'asid Lavo, there's not going to be Gaulus anymore. La'asid Lavo, we're not going to need how, to know how to be a Jew in uncomfortable surroundings. So Yosef is going to go back to being a Shevet. Because we're not going to need him to be an Av anymore in that regard. 
They will be together. We won't, we won't need the split. We won't need the message of Yosef anymore because we won't need any, any uh, idea of a Jew in Gaulus. And he says, You could also add on that the reason that Yosef was in Gaulus and he had to teach this to us and why we're still in Gaulus is because of the Sinas Chinam that led to his sale and that leads to us, our still not having a base of Migdash. As the Rishalmi says, any door, any generation that doesn't get the base of Migdash built in its generation is as if it was destroyed. We can't say, ah, oh, you know, they destroyed it, but we're still waiting. No, we're just like them. Yosef and the brothers will come back. Ba'ava will come back unified. And that's what we david for. For Yosef to come back. For Levi to get a chelek. V'chulu. And that's what we daven for here at the end of Sefer. Vayechi. Sefer Bracious. Vayechi. For Yosef to go back to being a shevet. Okay. Moving right along. So we have Yaakov ready to give the brachas. He sees the children. He says, Mi'ela, who are these? These are my children. Okay? Many, many brachos given in Sefer Bracious. We have Yaakov's brachos. We have uh, Avram gave brachos to... Uh, Hashem gave brachos to Avraham. Yitzchak gave brachos to Yaakov. And now we have Yaakov giving brachos to his children. First to his grandchildren. He takes them close. He kissed them. He hugs them. And... He brings them in front of Yosef. And then we have the famous switch. Yosef takes Ephraim and Menashe and positions them properly. He knows Menashe and Ephraim. He knows Menashe is the Bechor. So he puts him to his left, to Yaakov's right, because he knows the right is the more of one. He's expecting Yaakov to put his right hand on Menashe's head, give him the bracha of Bechor, and Ephraim gets the left hand. And yet, as we know, Yaakov flipped. And throughout this story, he is Yisrael. He's not just Yaakov. Yisrael, the national name. The symbolic name. Vayasha says Rosh Ephraim Behuat Sa'ir, the smaller Arosh Menashe, Sikelet Yadav Ki Menashe Habachar. He switched right hands and left hand. He didn't switch the children, he switched the hands. Also, something that we're not going to focus on right now. Why didn't you just switch the, switch the boys? Sikelet Yadav. What does Uncle say on Sikelet Yadav? What does that mean? He, why did he flip his hands? Uncle says, here in the end of Pasuk Yudalid, Ach kiminun lidohi. He acted wisely. He acted wisely. What exactly was the wisdom? And that's how Uncle translates Sikelas Yadav. There's a fascinating ha'ara made by one of the achronim to use this Pasuk to help explain an unusual story in Sefer Shoftim. Sefer Shoftim, we know all about the great Shoftim and we have uh, the story of Yiftach in the middle of Sefer Shoftim. Did not end so well. Yiftach, uh, after he brought a salvation, all the Shvatim brought salvations. We'll talk about another Shoftim by the Shem in a couple of minutes. But Yiftach, there was some groups in Klal Yisrael that were not following Yiftach, and Yiftach got upset at them. And they were the people from Ephraim. Right? The Anshe Gilad were with Yiftach, but the people from Ephraim were not on his side. And he was trying to f- catch them and take care of them. But some of them were hiding and hiding out and they were trying to um, be undercover. But Yiftach had an idea. He knew that there was one sound that Ephraim couldn't make. They couldn't say shuh. They couldn't say shibolas. They couldn't say the word shuh. So he tested them with the word of shibolas. And he told his men, go check. If they can't say it, that means they're from B'nai Ephraim. And you know that they're, they're undercover. The Psukim tell us, and say for Shoftim, you have it in source number three. If the plate of Ephraim say, we want to pass. Are you from Ephraim? No, no, we're not from Ephraim. Okay, say Shibolas. Vayomer Siboles. They can't. They couldn't say the shin. They said the sin. 
Vala Yachin Lidaber Kane. Vayoksu Oto Vaishatu Mabrosa Yardane, Yiftak's meant get rid of them. Okay, whatever the story is. Ask the Mafarshim, why Dafka there? They just couldn't say that? That's such a hard sound to say. They couldn't say the sin, they, had, they couldn't say the shin, they had to say the sin. Why Dafka did they did they were they not able to say it? So that's one of the Achronim is quoted here in the Kemoti Shalal Rav on Sefer Shoftim. Maybe it's based on our Pasuk. Our Pasuk in Pashas Vayechi. What's this Pasuk about? This Pasuk is about Ephraim getting the, the Ikar Bracha. Getting the Bracha of the Yamin. And Yaakov, even though he was the younger son, Yaakov switches his hand and puts his right hand on Ephraim even though he was the younger. What does the Pasuk say? Sikel es yadav. From the word haskel, from the word seichel. Says the Kamosi Shalarav now. Let's read it. Shaharei, line three. Kashabirach Yaakov is Ma'ashev Ephraim. No marva yishlach yasol as yimin no vayashev rosh Ephraim. What's a year? Vesmolash menashe sikel es yadav ki menashe abachor. Vihinei. B'sefer Torah. As we know, there is no nekudos, there is no vowels in the cloth of the Sefer Torah. That's what makes it harder to be a Balkore. So if you have that word, uh, it's either a shin or a sin, kaflam, and how would you read that? You can really read it, Number one, you can read it as a shin or you can read it as a sin. Or We don't know what it says. Right, the Radvaz has a tshuva where he said it's dafka. The Torah is left without nekudos to leave over many different, leave uh, possible many different interpretations of the same word. Says the uh, here the Kamoti Shalarav though, if though you read it with a shin shikelas yadav azia pirush hamila shikel milash and hashlacha, it would be just to throw, to throw his hands. Meaning Yaakov Avinu didn't focus on what he was doing; he happened to have his hands flipped. But B'nai Ephraim don't want to read it like that. They want to read it as Sikel as Yadav. He acted with wisdom. He acted with Seichel. He acted with, with, uh, with Chachma, as the uncle says. So you know what? B'nai Ephraim, this was their Pasik. This was their Pasik. This Pasik gave them the Iker Bracha. So they train themselves to vocalize and basically only say shins as sins because of this pasuk of sikel as yadav. And that's why they couldn't say it. That's why they couldn't say the shin. The shibolas, sibolas. And this is why Yiftach tested them with this. Amdu vehergilu es l'shonam l'dabre tabed b'shin asmalis. And because of that, they, they accustomed themselves so much that they weren't able to do anything, uh, get the other sound out, and that's how Yiftach was able to find out who they were. Amazing suggestion to explain the story in Sefer Shoftim based on a Pasuk here in Parshas, in Parshas Vayechi. Okay, the main part of the Parsha, as we know, quantitatively, qualitatively, is, are the brachos. Are the brachos. So, before we even get into the brachos, there is an introductory phrase. An introductory phrase of Yaakov Avinu. Vayikra Yaakov el Parak Memtes now. Right, the second to last parak here in Parsh Sefer Bracious. Parak Memtes. Vayikra Yaakov Obanav. Yaakov calls to his children. Vayomer. Hey, Asvu Viagidolachem. Esa Shayikra Eschem Bachris Hayomim. Gather together, and I will tell you what's going to happen when Mashiach comes in the end of days. Hey, Asvu Viagidolachem. Source number four is the Sfas Emesis comments on this Pasik. This is going to be a Sfas Emes to remember, as we will see, but not for the reason we think so. Hopefully it will be that also. But let's read the Sfas Emes, and then we will talk about the significance of this piece of the Sfas Emes. It says the Sfas Emes right here. Source number four. What's the message of, hey, Asfil v'yagidolachem? Gather together, and I'm going to tell you what happens in the future. Ube Medrish. The Medrash tells us, source number four, through this gathering, they were Zochem to Kriyashma. The Medrash tells that. We've mentioned in the past the Gemara, in Mesechus Psachim, where Yaakov Avinu at this juncture, it's not in the text, but Yaakov Avinu says the Gemara, 
We know, Rashi quotes it, he forgot, he was, a, not forgot, it was closed off to him now when Mashiach was going to come. He didn't tell them. Right? The Nistamu, he was about to tell them, and then what happens? No, it was closed off. Rashi, Bikesh Legalos Esakates, he wanted to tell them. The Shechina left him. So he said, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to say. But the Gemara Pesachim fills in the conversation. Yaakov Avinu doesn't have the Nevu anymore. So he says to his children, is there any of you that, that don't believe? Is, are, is there a Psu in any of you? And they say, no, Chatz V'Shalom, Shema Yisrael, listen. Yisrael, our father, Hashem Lokin Hashem Echad. And he answers, Baruch Shem Kavod. Right? That was the first Kriyashma. That was said, and the Gemara talks about, Yaakov said Baruch Shem, Moshe didn't say Baruch Shem. We compromise, we say it quietly. But says the Medrash, this event of Heos Vagidolachem led to Kriyashma. What's, what does that mean? What's the connection between the Shvatim coming together here by Yaakov's deathbed and Kriyashma? Says this Fasam is quoting the Mishnah in Perkei Avos. Isa. Any gathering that is l'shem shamayim, that is for good purposes, the effects of that gathering are going to last forever. The effects of that gathering have unbelievable power on the people involved in that gathering, and sofal is kayim. It's going to last. Even after the gathering doesn't exist anymore, the effects, sofal is kayim. This gathering, this is the first gathering of Klal Yisrael, of Bnei Yisrael, at a certain juncture when Yaakov is passing on. This was Vesor L'Shem Shemayim. So it is Kayem Eslaad. The Shvatim are all coming together now. It's going to last forever. Says the, says the Svasemes. This moment in time put in the power of all the descendants, all of Bnei Yisrael, to come together, ba'achdus. At any time in history after this. Maisa avos, simen labanim. This is the last parsha of Maisa avos. And now the rest of it's going to be the simen labanim. This coming together, says the Svasemes, is the Maisa avos, asifazu hiachanalachaladoros. This gathering paved the way for all future gatherings, for all generations. For example, vigamashakibu acharkachatora. B'nai Yisrael came together. But what do we say in the Pasuk? Torah tzivalanu Moshe, Morasha, Kihilas, Yaakov. It's a heritage for the Kihilo, for the gathering of Yaakov. Why Yaakov? Says the Sfas Because the gathering at Yaakov's deathbed was the gathering that now gave the power for all gatherings, forevermore, of Jews coming together. Yaakov. And that's why he says, Shabbos is a day when Jews gather together. And what does the Gemara say in Masechah Shabbos? That if somebody keeps Shabbos properly, he's Zoha to Nachlas Yaakov. The heritage, again, Yaakov, it's all Yaakov. Because it's this gathering on Yaakov's, on Yaakov's deathbed. That gave them the power. Vare call Yisrael Nikra Shem Yaakov Yisrael. We are all called that. Vimkain call a Shorish Miknesia Hu Yaakov. Vulachain Amar, and that's why he even says at the beginning of the of the Brachos. Pikalam al Techad Kvodi. In their gathering, where it's not a proper gathering, I don't want to be there. Shayadasha kolakilos mis asmin bikoho, all gatherings come from me. So if it's a gathering that is not appropriate, that is not positive. I don't want to be there because I'm Emes. Titan Emes Liyakov. Line fourteen. Ukenesi Yeshil Hashem Shamayim Nikres Emes Vashem Alokim Emes Vehu Miskayim. What does this have to do with what we started off with? Kriyashma. This gathering lay, pays the ground, pays the way for all gatherings in the future. The ability for Jews to come together comes from the, the Shvatim all coming together at Yaakov's deathbed. Vikriyashma. The greatest Kabbalah Somachos Shemayim is when Jews come together and are Makabel, not just literally, but figuratively, except the yoke of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kol shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu eno Yisrael. Testimony that Hashem exists and is in charge is not of an individual, but it's of a nation. Remember, our religion started in public and continues in public. 
It's all about the tzibur. So the gathering of Jews coming together is the greatest reflection of Kabbalah Salmachu Shemayim. Many people serving one God. That's Shema right there. That's Kabbalah Salmachu Shemayim. And ends off the Svasemes. And this is what the Pasuk means in Mishle. The Pasuk in Mishle, in Parag Yud Beis. Kemosha Kasav Svas Emes Tikon La'ad. A true tongue, a Svas Emes Tikon La'ad lasts forever. That's the Knesia Shesofa Lehiskaye. So that's the Pshat that he gives on the Pasuk. Why is this so significant? This is the last Russia that the Svas Emes ever, ge- ever gave. You see, Tafre Samachay. 1905, he died on Heishvat, January 11th, 1905. This piece was the last Shabbos, Mestama. The last drusha the Sfas Emes ever gave. And on the first page of the Sfas Emes, which I gave you in the next source, it says that they named his Sefer the Sfas Emes because what's the last Pusik he quotes in this last drusha that he ever gave? Sfas Emes, Tikon La'at. The Pasuk from Mishle that says, true words last forever, said his children when they put together the Sfas Emes after he died, they put together and published the Sefer, what a more fitting name than you have based on the last Pasuk that he quoted in the last Jerusha that he gave. Let's call it Sfas Emes. And that's what he sourced number four, which is on the Hadamah, the, the, the the first page of any Sfas Emes al Torah, if you read, he, they write, Bavonusin Arabim, the Aaron Elohim, the Aaron was taken, right? He was not a, right, at least for our, in our way of thinking of it, he was not such an, uh, such an old man, right? He, remember, he took over, took over the Malchus, so to speak, of Ger from his grandfather, the Chlushi Arim, the first Ger Rebbe. His father died young, the Chlushi Arim took care of him. If the Chlushi Arim died, the Sfas Emes was only 18 years old. So he didn't want to take the he didn't want it to be the Rebbe yet. So they went to the, a different Rebbe, the Alexander Rebbe, then they came back and he became the Rebbe. But, but he was known as a Sasemis based on the Sefer that was published after after his um, after his death. But Rev Alter said his name, he writes, his children write, the Karani Shema Sefer Sfasemes, Kikishmo Kenhu. Number one, he is Sfas Emes. Number two, Gamla Sher Hamamer Haacharon. Asher Kasev Achar Yamim Kodem Ptiraso. Echad, right? He wrote it a few days before he died. Huba Chibur Hanochachi Parshas Vayachish. Nas Tafri Samachay. That's what we just read. Siyem Sham Dvarav Achronim Sfasemes Tikon Laad. He said, and then also, he says, it's Merumaz Yehuda Arye, Yehuda Arye Alter. Banner of Avram Mordechai. If you do the Gematria of all of those five words, you have to do Ben, that whole abbreviation of Moreno Rabbeinu. You do that whole Gematria, those five words, same Gematria as Svasemes. Got to do the math. But that is the Svasemes, the significant Svasemes on this week's Parsha gives us the name why it is even called the Sefer Svasemes. Okay. Moving right along. If we think about the brachos of Yaakov Avinu, which he gave to his children, they are very different than Moshe Rabbeinu's brachas in Zosa Bracha. Moshe Rabbeinu, those are brachas, we all know them by heart because we hear them over and over again on, on Parshas, on Simchas Torah. But, as is pointed out by, by many, these don't all appear like brachos. If you read some of the psukim, let's read the first one. Let's read the first three. They're not exactly brachas. Reuven, Bechoriata, you are my firstborn. Okay, we're ready. Give us a good one. Kochi Vereshazoni, you're my first strength. Sounds good so far. Yeser says Vyeser Oz, you could have been the Melech. What happens? Pachas Kamayim al Tosar. You act very, very rashly. Kiyalisa Mishkave Avicha, Azchilalta Yitsuyala. Look what you did. That's it. That's what Reuven gets. Shimon Velevi Achim. Okay, let's hear Shimon and Levi. I don't want to be near them. They threw Yosef into the pit. These are Birchas Yaakov. Doesn't sound like Brachos. So, is it just the future? What exactly is meant here? We call them Birchas Yaakov. Even though they don't all appear like Brachos. Says Revolbi in a defining comment. This is a, a take-home revolvi. 
If the Sfas Emes' comment is a take-home, wow, this is why the Sfas Emes is called the Sfas Emes, but this is a revolvi that, that really should, should affect our life. Is a Shabbos Shuvah Sfas Emes, uh, revolvi. Here we go. Says revolvi in source number six. He asked the question, Nirisha Yaakov Avinu lo birecha Shimon Valevi. Elakilotam, looks like a curse. At the end, okay, he includes them in all the brachos, but what is it about these statements that he made that makes them brachos? Says Revolbi, if you think deeply about it, they were brachos. Because the greatest bracha in the world that any person could have is if they realize, if we realize who we are. If we could realize what our kochos are, so then that is the greatest bracha in the world. And even if some of those kochos we might call as challenges, we might call them as, you know, they're, they're midos that I have to work on. I get angry a lot. You know, I lose my temper. I don't have enough patience. I can't have kavana. I, I'm all over the place. If I realize what I lack, then I could work on it and channel it and focus on it. Says Revolbi, the greatest bracha in the world is when I realize who I am and what my kochos are and what I could accomplish. Says Revolbi, now line three. Adam Yacholichio says, Kol Chayov. We can live our entire life. says, Without knowing what I'm good at and what I need help in. You know what Yaakov did? Yaakov told Ruvain, Ruvain, this is who you are. So far it hasn't worked out. But if you know who you are, you can then work on it. Shimon and Levi, this is who you are. Look what Levi became. He became the greatest of the Shvatim. What was, what was happening at this point in history? What was Yaakov thinking? Yaakov was telling Levi who he was. And Levi capitalized on it. And all of a sudden he realized, I could use this Latova. I could use this for other, reason, other reasons. Chazal Omrim, and then Revolbi quotes an unbelievable Chazal. When each of us, after 120 years, have to pass on. Three angels come and greet us. What is your name? Omar Lahem Hamais. And he says, I have no idea what my name is. We're not going to know our name. What does that mean? He's going to ask, he's going to ask, they're going to ask us our name. We don't know our name. And by the way, he quotes, that's where the Shlach HaKadosh gets it from. That we, there's a minog to say a Pasuk that's connected our name at the end of Shmon Asrei. That starts with the same letter our, our name starts off with and ends with the same letter that our, our name ends off with right after Yil Ratzon. So it's all about our name. What's significant about our name? Line 10. Zui discouraged Ladam Bechayov. We say that Pasuk at the end of Shmona Esrei. Lizgar et Shmo. Avomal Inyan Lizgar et Shmo. What's the name? What does it mean that I forget my name? Says Revolbi. It means I forget who I am. Or I never even know who I am. Hapi Rishu, Shashem Shamalachim Sholem Asameis, Enakavanastam Lishmo, Hashemu Mahus Shela Adam. Lishem reflects my true nature. Hamalachim Sholem Oso, Mamahuscha, what made you tick? What were you, what was your focus in life? What did, what did you want to accomplish? If we could live 80 years and we don't have a focus, we don't have goals that we're proud of, then we don't have a name. He says it's scary. What do I say? I say, I gave staka, I did this, I did that. But maybe I didn't do that Per, uh, perfectly and purely. I did it for ulterior motives. Right? What we have to search for, whatever stage of life we're at, is to look deep within ourselves and figure out what are the midos that define us. You know, we all know there's some people are soft and, and there's they're sweetness. They're so sweet. Everything about them is sweet. And other people, 
are not so sweet. They're great people, but they're not sweet. They're stronger, they're louder, they're always in the center. And there are some people that are this, some people that are that. So we just have to look at them in the mirror and say, what are we? Shamati me mashkiach, he quotes from the mashkiach, which means Rav Yerucham. Rav Yerucham, shalakal adam yesh bepnimiusio mida yisodis. There are core attributes that we all have. Vilo haya yodea ma'o midaso, haya sodis, haya yachal ayadilish talem bechalamidos. That attribute that we have affects all the other midos that we have. Ludugma, he says, if there is somebody whose mida is MS, they have integrity. That, that could transfer into how they daven, and how they give tzedakah, and how they do business, and how they eat matzah, and how they, that's, that's their mida. If my mida is chesed, so that could transfer in how I daven, in how I, how I, how I work, how I do everything. What's the root mida that we have? And sometimes, says Revolvi, sometimes, oh, my root is, I might be an angry person. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me. And I have to work on it. And I have to channel. And, and do my best. And I have to figure out exactly how to, how to best fulfill my mission with the package that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given me. And then he turns to turn over. He says, line 12 now, skipping. Birchaz Yaakov Avinu Haisa Shugila Labanov Es Hamidos Hashorshios Shalahem. That's why we call all of them Birchaz Yaakov. Even though they don't all look like Brachos. They were all trying to define what each Shevet was about, what were their powers, and through that, the Shevet could accomplish and fulfill their potential. Right? That the Ruvain's Midara was always too quick. So you know what? You could channel that to Zrizus. Behala, acting rashly. But if I could channel that, focusing and thinking a little bit, that becomes Zrizus. Right? Who are here, you, you can't be a, a, the king. The king can't have that Midah. You can't be a Kohen, possibly, but you have to uh, channel it. Zekal Godol Bachayim. And says Revolbi, this is life. If I'm always looking around, what's called FOMO, fear of missing out, I always want that and that and that. I'm always focused on getting covered, I'm always focused on something outside of me. Even in, I want to be a rabbi, I want people to ask me questions, I want this, I want to have that position. We could all fool ourselves into thinking things that we're not. But we have to, if we realize who we are, then we can accomplish so much more. He quotes Lot. Lot had no idea who he was. Because if he knew who he really was, he would never have gone to stone. He would never have put himself into such a situation where he was all about taiva and more covid and more fulfilling his own. He would never have gone there. Yaakov told Shimon and Levi who they really were. All of the Shvatim. And that's what we have to focus on. In the olden days, he says, a Navi could look at us and tell us what we're about. They say the Arizal could look at you. and tell, Look at our face and tell us what we're about. That power does not exist today. We don't have Nevi'im, right? We don't have it. We don't have the power. But we have the power of looking in the Torah and learning about ourselves. Looking in the Sifrei Machshav and the Sifrei Musar and learning about ourselves. And in that way, appreciating who we are and then at the end of our lives, after 120, we could tell the Malachim, yes, this is my name. This is what I've accomplished. This is what makes me tick. This is what, this is what I'm all about. I'll be able to stand proudly and, and, and say that to HaKadosh Baruch. Okay. So let's focus a little more on one of the brachas. We spoke, we focus now in general, and then we focused on this the idea of are they brachis? Let's focus on one of the brachis. Shave it done. Let's go to done. Doesn't get so much press that often, but we're actually sitting right now in Shave it done. Kever done is, is a little while away, the closest Shave it very near us here. So, Shave it done. What does the Torah say? Don yadinamo ka'achachifte Yisrael. Don yadinamo, done will. Hard to translate. That's why Unkelis, Unkelis on this uh, parsha is a mefarish. He's not just a matargem. Unkelis tells us stories of the future. 
Donya Dinamo. So what does Donya Dinamo mean? Rashi says, Yinkom Nikmas Amo. Don will judge, he will revenge or avenge the nation from the Plishtim. Who is he referring to? The most famous descendant of Don, after Chushim. And that, of course, is Shimshon. Shimshon was right near here. Ben Sarah ben Ashtoal. Ka'achad shivtei Yisrael. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Sota. Kol Yisrael yiu ke'achad imo. Ve'ez kulam yadin. Ve'al Shimshon nibe nevuazu. Talking about Shimshon. Shimshon is the achad. Ka'achad shivtei Yisrael. And Yehidon nachash aliderach. He's compared to a snake. Like a number of the Shvatim are compared to snakes, Hanoshechek Feisut, that bites the heel of a horse, Vayipol Rochvo Achar, and its rider falls backwards. Says the Rabbeinu Bachai. If you think about it, there could be many parallels between Shimshon and Anachash. Shimshon and a snake. He goes through them. Rashi doesn't quote so many of them, but the Rabbeinu Bachai, source number eight, goes through them. Ha'echad, him shilu akazal anachash l'kamatamim. Done is like anachash. Why? Ha'echad, shalohaya shimshon nilcham keneged oivav kishar malachim o shoftim b'chayelos rabos. Shimshon was the only shofate that did it alone. Every other shofate gathered the troops. He gathered many. He gathered a few. Some of the shoftim took it was miatim, but he didn't do it alone. Shimshon was alone. Rak levado yotze aleim pitom. By himself, snakes don't hang out in pairs. Snakes alone attack. Right? Most other animals are in herds, are in groups. Number one, alone. Shani, just like a nachash, you can say an incantation to sometimes, and the nachash can, like the nachashim that we know from, uh, that go up, and you say something, and you play a certain instrument, Shimshon was makabel lachash. as the Pasuk describes by Delila, Delila kept making him crazy, and whispering to him, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, what makes you so strong, until he was finally Megalas kolibo, and tells her it's because of my hair. Va'od, Manachash Nikra Saraf al Shem Shahaeris Saraf. Anachash is also called a Saraf because the venom burns the victim. So too Shimshon used fire in attacking his the Plishtim. Remember he burned down all of the stalks of the Plishtim. He lit a couple of uh foxes' tails on fire, sent them into the into the fields, and burned everything. Line eight. Manachash Eno Namuch. A snake hits you from below. Makum Namuch. Right? Because the Nachash Akadmoni, the Nachash can't get up too high. Agachon Chateleich. Kach Shimshon. Hanosheich Ikvesus. What did he do? He brought everything down from below. Right? He is there with the pillars, and he brings everything falling down, like the Pasuk says, Vayipol Rochavo Achar. And he continues. With a couple of other uh, differences as well. The Nachash doesn't have to use a sword. Shimshon does not have to use a sword. A Nachash is no came. Shimshon is no came. As he says, Right, by Achas. Right, the eyes. The eyes are a focus by Shimshon. Right, you could also, he doesn't mention it. But you could also throw in by the original Nachash. Eyes play a major role. Regarding the original sin, Adam and Chava, Nechmad Lamara, right? It was that they saw it. They saw it. And Shimshon was also, you know, he fell through his eyes, similar to the original Chait. But that's Shimshon and the parallels of the, of the Nachash. But there's one more Pasik here in the Bracha of Dun, maybe one of the shortest Sukkim in all of the Torah, Lishuascha Kivisi Hashem. Three word Pasik. For your salvation, I hope, Hashem. Hashem. Rashi. This is also about Shimshon. It's a prophecy that the Plishtim will blind him. And he will say, One time, please help me out one more time. So it's a reference to Shimshon. The Ramban also notes as a reference to Shimshon. But he also talks about a uniqueness of Shimshon. Source number 10. Lishuascha kivisi Hashem. Lohaya b'kal shofte Yisrael. Remember we said before he was the only Shovet who fought alone. 
he was also the only Shofate that lost. Somewhat. He was the only Shofate that lost battles. All the other Shoftim, what happened? The whole Sefer Shoftim. But Israel sinned. So Hashem forgot them. And they were... Uh, uh, they were uh, overcome and conquered by the enemy. And then Hashem brought a Shofet, and the Shofet brought it back, and the Shofet conquered and won. And then the Shofet died. And then they all sinned again. And then there was another kind. It's the same cyclical effect the entire Sefer, except Shimshon. The Plishtim captures Shimshon. Yes, he avenges afterwards. But at that point, he's the only one that was the underdog at the time. That's why this Pasuk refers to Shimshon. Hashem, save me! Says the Ramban, He was the last one. It's whether Shimshon, Shmuel, was considered a Shofet. Shmuel was Shmuel Hanavi. Was he a sh- the last Shofate? Was he a Shofate and then a Navi? Was Shimshon the last? Okay, discussion. Because the stories at the end of Shoftim, Lavdafka happened. There were no new Shoftim at the end after Shimshon. But either way, that's Lishuasla Kivisi Hashem. But something very special. Question. Where in Davening, besides the Pasuk of Lishuasla Kivisi Hashem, do we have a phrase that sounds like Lishuasla Kivisi Hashem? Where in Davening did Chazal look at this Pasuk of Lishuasla Kivisi Hashem and say, oh, I'm going to have a phrase in Davening based on this Pasuk. It's not hard. We say it three times a day. Ki Lishuascha Kivinu Kal Hayom. Esemach David Avdecha Meret Atzmiach. Inchman Esrei. For your salvation, I hope. That's based, it's obviously based on this Pasuk. Question. That usage in Shmona Esrei has to do with Malchus based David. So why is this Pasuk in Shevet done? This Pasuk should be in Shevet Yehuda. David HaMelech. Malchus based David. Yehuda. He's the Melech. Lo Yasser Shevet mi Yehuda. Mechokim mi bin Raglov. We had that Pasuk earlier in the Parsha. Yehuda is all about Malchus. David. And he's the one that brings salvation. And Shlomo Melech builds the base of Mikdash. So why is Lishuascha Kivisi Hashem in Dun and not in Yehuda, which really symbolizes Malchus and Geula? Question one. An amazing parallel, an amazing pattern. It's the word that I meant. Amazing pattern and parallel that we find a number of times in history of a connection between Shevet Dun and Shevet Yehuda. And it starts, well, we're not going to say when it starts, we're going to start, and then we're going to see maybe even earlier. Let's go to the building of the Mishkan. That's probably the most well-known, the most well-known out of the building of the Mishkan. Who builds the Mishkan? Who is the star builder of the Mishkan? Line 7. We're going looking now at the Be'er Moshe. Be'er Moshe, commentary on Navi, from Sefer Malachim, says the Bear Moshe. Also, there's a commentary on the on uh, on Chumash as well. Says the Bear Moshe, this, quoting the Medrash. It's all Medrashim, line seven. Ein lecha gadol mi shevet Yehuda. There is no one greater than shevet Yehuda. Ve'ein lecha yarud mi shevet Dun, and there's no one more lowly than Dun. Dun was the last shevet to travel. Remember, he's called the Maasef. Maasef lechol machlas. He's the last one in the midbar traveling. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you put them together and you build my Mishkan. Yizdaviglo shalo yimavazinoso. Shalo yeh adam rucho gasa alav. Nobody should think, I'm greater. Lafisha hagadol vahakatan shavin lafnei hamakom. The greatest and the least greatest come together. Who built the Mishkan? B'Tzalel. B'Tzalel. Shevet Yehuda was the master builder. Who was his assistant? What does the Pasuk tell us in Sefer Shmos? Ahaliav ben Achisamach lamatedun. Line 3 and 4. Dun and Yehuda team up to build the Mishkan. Who builds the base Hamigdash? Shlomo HaMelech, obviously. Shlomo HaMelech, Malchus Beis David. But, that's why this is in Melachim, Perak Zion. When Shlomo HaMelech built the, Mishka, the Beis HaMikdash, the Pazik tells us that he got a helper. 
named Chiram. There were two Chirams. There was Chiram, the king of Tzor, a non-Jewish king from up north, but there was another Chiram that the Pazik says lived in Tzor, but was Jewish. Who was he? So Chazal tell us, his father, Ben Isha Almana, his father was from Naphtali, his mother was from Dun. The Pasuk in Divrei Hayamim, line number one, quotes, his mother, he was from Beferish, he was Dun. Again, building the base of Migdash, you have Yehuda and you have Dun. Because now the Ber Moshe starts talking. What's the message of everybody coming together? Because for Hashra'as Hashchina, we need Achtos, as we mentioned before. And Achtus is from the largest, the greatest, the highest Shevet to what we might call the lowliest. Line 10. Vahahorah. Shelatachlis beis hamigdashi ashraz ashchina. Tanai kodem lazeh hu ha'achtus. You have to come together. Gemosha amru. Right, well, why do we lose the beis hamigdash? For the lack of Achtus. For the sin ashchinam. When are we going to get the beis hamigdash back? When we have the Achtus. When did this Connection start. So we might say, it started, started by the building of the Mishkan. Unbelievable. Tosvis says it started even earlier. It started in this week's Parsha. Where did it start in this week's Parsha? It's a famous Gemara, which we've mentioned many times, but the Tosvis we haven't mentioned many times. The famous Gemara is the Gemara in Mesecha Sota, the end of the first parak, which talks about what, haka, what happened in this week's Parsha when Yaakov Avinu is brought up by the Shvatim to Maris and Machpela. Guess who's standing at the door? Esav Arasha. Esav is not interested in giving up his plot. So we know the story that Esav says, you sold it to me, and they said, we only sold the second. No, you saw the whole thing. It's written. Where's the star? The star's in Mitzrayim. They send Naphtali back to go get the star. On the way, Chushim, the deaf son, is sitting there. And what's going on? And we know what happens. Chushim takes the law into his own hands and takes care of Esav. But as Tosus and Gittin Dafnun Hay, source number 12, there's a Yerushalmi that has a different version of what happened to Esav. There's a Yerushalmi that says Yehuda killed Esav. So how do you put that together? With the ba- it's a Machlogas, Bavli Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi says Yehuda, and the Bavli says Chushim. Says Tosus, no. You know what must have been? What does the Gemara say in Soto Yud Gimel there? Tosus quotes it. Shushim hit him, and what happened? Hit his head, and it says his eyes popped out and fell onto Yaakov. Very strange line there. But maybe, suggest Tosfos, he wasn't fully dead yet, so Yehuda finished the job. Yehuda and Dun teaming up earlier in history, in our Parsha, getting rid of Esav. What is the Beis Hamigdash? The Beis Hamigdash is the symbol of the Be- of of Achdus. Esav has the power to destroy the Beis Hamigdash when we're not together. But Don and Yehuda together destroying Esav, together building the Mishkan, together building the Beis Hamigdash, and we might add one more. There's another Medrash. There's a Yalkut Shimoni when Mashiach comes. Don and Yehuda are going to bring Mashiach together. Line 19. There are two Shvatim that are called lions. Gur Arya Yehuda. This week's parsha. That's Yehuda. Mashiach ben David Shvatim. Aviv mi Yehuda. Mashiach's father is going to be from Yehuda, from David Melech. His mother is going to be from Dun. And Dun in Zosabracha. Don Gur They're both called lions. They're both called the leaders. And that's what we daven for as well. We daven for the Shvatim. Yosef coming back as one Shevet. We daven for Don and Yehuda coming together and bringing us Mashiach. Okay, two final points. Whew. Okay. Perak Nun, last Perak of the, of the Sefer. Perak Nun, Pasik Chaf. The Pasik tells us that Yosef says to his brothers, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yosef says it's all good. Right? The Gemara and Brachas tells us. Chayiv, source 13. You have to make a bracha on the negative just like you make a bracha on the positive because really it's all good. We don't view it as all good in Olam Hazeh. We, we don't say the same bracha. 
We don't say atova meitav when somebody dies. We say dayana emes, but it's all a bracha. It's all a bracha. Dubna Magid gives a mashal. That it's all a bracha, and that's why Yosef says it's all good. Hashem sent me down here. He gives a mashal. He says, imagine, it's just a little short mashal before we get to the final installment of tonight. Gives a mashal, you have a tailor. A tailor is given very fancy cloth to make a beautiful suit from. And all of a sudden, he starts cutting, and he starts cutting up the cloth. Cutting it up to make it the size that he needs it. All of a sudden, somebody walks in and sees the tailor with his fancy cloth cutting up and destroying it. He starts screaming at him, what are you doing? How can you be cutting this up? He has no idea that a beautiful suit is being made. Until the whole suit is made, he thinks he's destroying the cloth. He thinks it's bad. He thinks it's negative. He thinks it's destruction. And only after the entire suit is finished does the onlooker realize that it's all what's meant to be. It's all the expert tailor figuring out exactly what he needs. And that's the nimshal. We we see the tailor making the suit, but we never get to see the suit. The suit is only in the Olama MS. The finished product is only in the Olama MS. We don't get, we're humans. We don't get to see the suit. We only get to see Rahman al-Itzlan. We get to see the scissors. We get to see Rahman al-Itzlan. We get to see things being cut off. And we don't understand it at all. But we know there's a great tailor that's doing the cutting. And therefore we trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we say... We daven for the day when we could say, One final thought on Sefer Bracious, which is really a, um, really a gorgeous idea from Rav Asher Weiss in Source 15. And the Menachas Asher is his last piece in Bracious. And it's, you can't say goodbye to Sefer Bracious without this thought. We say goodbye to the Sefer of creation, the Sefer of the Avos, that all their actions are Maisa Avos Simon Labanim, and we go into the Sefer Hagaula. And he says, Let me give you a mushal of what we're supposed to be feeling right now. Let me give you a mushal. Mushal Yeled. It's the first day of school. And the parents bring the child. And then a, a block away, I'm adding a little bit, a block away from the school, the, the child says, you know, I could go alone from here. I could do it. You don't have to walk me all the way in. They're like, sure? Yeah. The child starts walking. Every few moments, the child turns around, looks at the parents. Parents are waving, are waving. He waves back. Takes a few more steps. He turns around. He sees the parents waving. and He's waving to them. He can't tell you, tell he's going. He keeps turning around. He's waving at the parents. That's, that's safe for Bracious. It's our avos. It's our parents. The entire rest of the Torah, we're looking back. We're looking back at our parents. We're waving to them. We're waving to say, they put into us everything that we're made of. They made us who we are. That's why they're avos. Their koach is mamshich. I go, the boy goes to school because of what the parents have given to him. And that's our life. We're constantly turning around and waving to the avos. And then he quotes on line 9. He quotes the, I think it's the Tanah Devere, Leo. Chayev Adam Lomar. We have to say throughout our lives, Masa Yagiyo, Masa Namase Avosai. How, when are my actions going to be connected? Going to be like my forefathers' actions? And the famous question, we're, we're supposed to say, when am I going to be like my forefathers? I'm on the level of the Grah. I'm on the level of Rabbi Akiva. Chas v'shalom. So the Svarim say no. Yagi was from a language of Nagia, of touching. When are my actions going to touch my forefathers' actions? I don't have to be like them, but I have to at least be a continuation of what they did. I have to continue their, their legacy. I'm not like them. I'm not on their level. But I have to at least follow in their footsteps. And that's Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And he says, Avram, that's the three pillars of the world. Avram is Chesed. Yitzchak is Tefillah. The Akedah Avodah. Yaakov is Torah. The three, Torah, Avodah, and Gemilas Chasadim. We have to take that with us as we finish off Sefer Bracious. We can never stop turning around and waving to our Avos and Imahos. And waving to them and realizing we're nothing without them. To realize they've given, they've built us for everything we are. And he even just adds one point at the end. So we know the Avos are Torah, Vodah, and Gemilas Chasadim. 
Why is it that it's the opposite order of the Avos? Right? Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov is Chesed, Avoda, and Torah. So why in the Mishnah is it the opposite? Torah, Avoda, and Gemilas Chasadim. Why is Torah first? It explains the Minchas Asher. Because very often, Vanira Bazer, Sometimes, when there's a door, turning over to the back of the, the last page, often when people are so far, He says, Torah is first. But, the first one, I'm sorry, I didn't ask the question properly as he did. Torah is first on the list, but the first Av is Chesed. The opposite order. It's the same thing, but not why is Torah first in the Mishnah, why is Chesed the first of the Avos? He says because very often in history, especially in Ardor, people are so far, the way you draw them in first step is through Chesed. That's how you get them in. Quoting from the Chazonish. He says, People even know this in our, in our, in our country, throughout the world. The way to get to them is Ahava. The way to get to them is through Chesed, through the first Av, by looking back and waving to Avram Avinu and realizing he put the power into us to be, have Achdus, to have done in Yehuda Achdus, to have all the Shvatim Achdus. And we should always be Zochet to look back as we have the transition now to Sefer HaGeula. We should be Zochet to always look back at the Avos, but also be Zochet to the real Geula and not just the first Mikdash, Rishon and Shani, but we want the Mashiach with Dun and Yehuda coming together again as they started coming together in our Parsha. As Tosva said, they should come together in Mashiach, the Mayor of Yemen.